Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Thursday, February 13th, 2020. So today uh, we're going to read out of James chapter 1, verses 12 through 16, just four verses today. Blessed is anyone who endures temptation. Such a one has stood the test and will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. No one, when tempted, should say, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself tempts no one. But one is tempted by one's own desire, being lured and enticed by it. Then when that desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and that sin, when fully grown, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my beloved." So yeah, this passage uh, I think is a really good one because it helps us uh, think about this idea of sin. So many people have a picture of God that is, uh, in, in my view, very destructive. They believe that God is somewhere up there, out there, away from us. First of all, that's the first problem is because God is near. God is with us. God is living in us, Scripture says. Um, but many people see God as off there, out there somewhere, kind of controlling all of history and and that because we believe God is sovereign people then think that God is moving us around like chess pieces and so in, in this argument James would kind of say people even think God is the one tempting them and I've heard people say things like this even though most of the time people don't say God is tempting me but they'll say things like oh well God just put me through this to see if I could you know it's like God is testing me through this temptation um and and, and what James is really clear to say the book of James here is just that's not how this whole thing works. Uh, God does not tempt anyone. God is love. God is moving us towards um, goodness and light and truth. And, and so God is not the tempter of anyone. The other thing I think we do with this is we often then throw it to the other extreme and we say, well, the devil made me do it. And, and it's so much so that we can almost never have to take responsibility for ourselves. So even in this passage, you notice the devil is not even mentioned. Uh, So many times people say, well, the devil made me do this. Uh, I was tempted. Satan's after me. I've heard people say things, you know, like Satan's even in the soundboard at church when the when the PA is not working. Well, that's probably a little bit of a stretch. Uh, Maybe the electronics gave out or something like that. Um, and, And so many times we want to scapegoat and never take responsibility for our own actions. And so it's easier to say, well, maybe it was even the devil that made me do it. But this passage is really clear. It says, one is tempted by one's own desire, being lured and enticed by it. When that desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And that sin, when it is fully grown, gives birth to death. Uh, in my Sunday school connection class is what we call them. Um, in my connection class, we've been studying the life of David. We've been going through the books of the Bible and we've reached first, second Samuel and first and second Kings. And 
We read the story of David and Bathsheba, and this is a perfect example of how sin works in our lives. David sees this woman Bathsheba. He's tempted, and then he gives in to that desire, his own desire within him, and he takes her to, uh, to sleep with him, and then he ends up trying to cover up a pregnancy, and then he ends up murdering her husband in battle, so it looks like it's an accident, and it just... The whole thing snowballs, and you see how sin, uh, it, it has this snowball effect on us. There's a desire, and then a person is enticed by the desire, and then it, it's when the desires conceive and the actions begin, the ultimate result is death. And here's the truth. Sin always brings death in our lives. Sometimes we may not even be able to see it. We may think that everything, you know, we're... We just got away with it or whatever, and no one has been hurt. But sin always hurts people, even ourselves. It always hurts ourselves, but it also always hurts other people. And so uh, the ultimate result of sin is death. And, and so this passage is saying um, that we are blessed when we endure temptation. And one of the prayers that Jesus taught his disciples to pray says, um, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Um, we, we can re- rest assured that in that temptation, God is not causing it, but God is delivering us from it if we will turn to him. Um, and so this is just a little bit about sin and temptation in our lives. Um, ultimately, if we will think ahead a few steps in, in many of the tempting moments of our lives, we'll realize that the end result is going to be a lot of chaos, a lot of brokenness, and a lot of death. And so today, uh, if you face temptations or trials, uh, realize that God is not bringing those temptations upon you, uh, that we still have maybe some things in our heart that God needs to work out, um, but we can resist the temptation as we call on God for help. Um, When Joseph was tempted to sleep with Potiphar's wife, he runs the other way and he says, how could I sin not against you, but against God? And so as we face trials, as we face temptations, uh, realize that ultimately uh, the sin that we have uh, will dishonor ourselves, but it also will dishonor God. And Joseph chose to run the other way because of that. And hopefully we will do the same. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning. And I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.